You're listening to Fridays at the Top End with Jackson Clark and Raf Clark for breakfast. Powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. Fridays in the Top End, Nico Rolly and Jackson Clark. And joining us on the phone is Natasha Medbury. G'day, Tash. I'm back, I'm back. Jeez. <laughs> hey Tash, how are you? It's uh, Jacko here again. Good to join you. I just went on a uh, two-minute monologue here, talking about getting you all emotional, talking about how good the NTFL finals were going to be this weekend. But uh, Nico's cut me off, and, and and rightly so. So we've got you on the line now. Uh, two really big games tomorrow, Tash. We were just talking about the Waratah and Southern Districts one. We just spoke to Crocs coach Shannon Rusker about how his team's looking, and they've won five of the last six games uh, leading into this round. So they're in good form, the Crocs despite that loss uh, recently that they had. Look, where do you think this one's going to go? Yeah, it's going to go down to the wire. It was a great game as well uh, last week. But just looking at the Tars side, I heard you just mention Mankara. He's not actually named in the... Uh, we know the mm. team sheet can change, but he's not named, which is a, um, a massive out considering he kicked the three goals last week and was a really focal point down the forward line. But you spoke about Magro coming back in. I just think that, you know, looking at Crocs in the midfield, Anderson, Bolton, Johnson had an absolute blinder. And then you got Brander up forward. I just think, you know, m- matching against Tars, probably in that, that midfield is just a, a bit stronger there and I can't wait to see the ruck duel of last year's grand finalist of uh, Matty Dennis up against Kirby, of course, with Ryan chopping out in there. Now, Matty Dennis isn't quite fully fit with the injuries he's carried this season. Looked to, you know, wasn't at his running best last week, but it's slowly getting back into the uh, the game. And I just think that he's, a, you know, last year's Taney medalist is a, is a big um, a big key in that midfield of getting the ball down to the likes of Anderson and Bolton and Johnson. 100% Tash. And while we're talking about team selection, and it, that shook me. I've just gone and had a look at the team list. And if we're looking at the emergencies, right? So at the Waratah emergency list, you have Joel Crocker, Scott Carlin, Ryan Clark, Anthony Mankara, as you mentioned, Joel Hillis, Will Collis. And then if you look at Southern District's emergencies, you've got Ronald Fijo and Jai Bolton and players like that. You wouldn't think it'd be too difficult, Tash, for teams to just name their actual actual team. I mean, coaches get the team list 45 minutes or 90 minutes before the game anyway. So there's enough time to make those last-minute preparations. But that's always bewildered me, and it's been a pet hate uh, at the SEN desk when Robbie Hale and I have been talking about it. So interesting, that one. But look, you're right, Tasha. Either way, these teams are going to go in locked and loaded. And uh, that midfield brigade, as you mentioned, Bolton and Anderson, uh, so damaging. And then Tars, I think the player for me, Tash, is that slipped under the radar is Lachlan Cassidy. He's won a couple of league medals or at least one league medal in the Ballarat competition and seems to play well all the time for Waratah. Um, a very good footballer and, and they've got so much depth throughout that midfield. You know, your Brody Carrolls and Ryan Clarks and players like that too. But I said earlier in the show, and, and, and thanks for reiterating, I think the ruck battle is just so intriguing tomorrow night, isn't it, between Kirby and then that partnership of White Ryan and Matt Dennis. So um, it could be an interesting forward line battle too. Jared Brand has been in good form all season and, and you know, the question marks surrounding whether Jaden Magro will be fit and ready to play uh, also remain. So, Tasha, I'm excited about this one. Which way do you think it's going to go? Oh, I think it's just a, I'm going slightly with the Crocs there in a, in a tight one. But also another man in Waratahs, I think, this season that's been you know an unsung hero is O'Sullivan. Jack O'Sullivan, the swing man, can go back oh, or yeah. forward. And I think he's a dark horse as well because he's very hard to match up on, very strong and very skillful. I think he, he falls under the radar of a lot of opposition coaches. And I just think, you know, if they need him down back, he, you know, usually starts there. But he can go up forward and, and snag a few goals as well. But I'm tipping Crocs in a, in a close one within, you know, probably a goal or two.
Yeah, I'm sort of leaning the same way, Tash. But you're right. Jack O'Sullivan's an absolute star. I think he's one of the most underrated players in the competition. He can dominate a game, not just, you know, play well or impact, but he can dominate a game from the forward line or the back line. So a very, very good player there. Hey, the late game is St. Mary's versus Nike live with the winning team earning a spot in this season's grand final. So plenty up for grabs here. This is another really interesting game too. I think on the surface, it seems like St. Mary's should enter as favorites. They've finished as the minor premiers. They've had the week off. But if you look at the head-to-head form between these two teams, Nycliffe have had the wood in recent years, and, and particularly this year. They're two wins to zero. Um, they're in pretty good form. Last week, it was a shaky start. They'd only kicked four goals to three-quarter time, but then stormed home late with five goals in the last quarter to sort of pinch it from Waratah in a, in a thriller last week in the qualifying final. Brody Philo's in great form, 28 disposals. Cameron Islet was named in the best players last week. Of course, he has a long and decorated history with the St. Mary's Football Club, so he'll come out firing this week. And some of their sort of not lesser known, but some of the recruits that perhaps haven't been completely pumped up by the media this year, but your Lachlan Tardrew and Cody Zeus and players like that, they're also in very good form. Liam Wiley-Buxton in the ruck should give them first use. And an interesting one too, Tash, is the return of Jonathan Lanyon. So he hasn't played Premier League since October and he, he starred for Banks last year alongside Wiley-Buxton, coincidentally enough, um, and Crossman, who was the coach. But he was a surprise return last week and had an equal game high five tackles against Waratah. So he'll add plenty of grunt around the contest and sort of free up your Philo types a little bit more. Saints, as we know, Tash, they've got a very good team and, and a lot of that comes down to that midfield brigade with Joel Garner, uh, Nate Paredes and especially Dylan Lant, who in my opinion is probably the best player in the competition. Um, but he was held to just 10 disposals in the game against the Darwin Buffaloes. So, I mean, it'd be interesting to see whether Nycliffe stick, I think, Rinaldi, who has a great job tagging Lant, whether they do that to try and nullify him. Um, it, it's just so many little battles within a battle uh, in this game, isn't it, Tash? Oh, 100%. And, and you're right. I, I mean, I think they say the, the, the time of the tag has sort of gone out of the comp, but you shut someone down like Dylan Lant to 10 possessions and you can nearly just about get over the top of a team like St. Mary's. They've got other players, of course, that can pop up, but he's so vital to them going forward and a goal-kicking midfield that if you can shut down his influence, you know, you, you go in close to then getting on top because he's just the barometer of that team. And with Tigers gone under the radar a lot this season and also through finals. So to, to get where they are, you know, they'll be happy to stay as underdogs and, and go into that um, con- into this weekend's contest as the underdogs. But like you said, they've won both games against St. Mary's. So St. Mary's would be very nervous. But, you know, halftime, I, I, there's a couple of people saying, oh, no, Tigers are yeah. gone. I said, there's one team that can score very quickly and it's the Tigers. So if they're four or five goals Yeah, down, I agree, you know, Tash. Sorry, we need to cut to a break, but I agree. It's going to be an absolutely intriguing contest for this one, so make sure we get down to this one. All right. No worries, mate. Have a good one.